Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my incredible fiance. Hello, hello. I'm Mark. Hello, Marco. Marco, welcome to the show, babe. Excited to talk to you. Always. Um. Yeah. Today's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's, you, you get to learn about my grandma. Yeah. It's interesting because like we've talked a lot about your family in this show, and like uh, there's some good family members for sure that we've had relationships with. Mm-hmm. Um. And like I, you, you've met my family. We just had family down, and it yeah. was great like, watching you get to see my grandpa and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now it'll be nice to kind of learn and kind of put your grandma, a little bit of your family legacy, some of your family history out there as well. That's a little more like yeah. they left you as a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little right. better than that, you know? Because, uh, yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Well, yeah, yeah. Before we get into it, um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, feel free to reach out on Instagram, TikTok, or facebook at pillow talk with mark and b you can also email us at pillow talk with mark and b at gmail.com yeah and if you like what you're hearing and you want to support the show you can always throw us a dollar on patreon uh at pillow talk with mark and b or you can look at the link in the description there's like one-time donations if you just want to use like a credit card and throw us 50 bucks <laughs> yeah if you want to buy some dog food for the chickens or something Oh, yeah. Yeah, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. You can't keep the chickens out of nowhere. They're fine. They eat what they want to eat. Yeah. I do what I want. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Grandpa because having him here, like, I love old people. I don't know yeah. what it is. I just connect with them, and I'm, like, best friends with them. And having Opa here was like, fuck, I miss my grandma. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then a couple weeks after Opa left, like, still missing him, so calling your parents so that I can FaceTime with him, whatever. <laughs> and uh, my grandma's eighth, I don't know, death anniversary or whatever you might call that, yeah. just passed. Yeah. Now, typically, I would go to her grave, like, I've done this every single year since she died. I'd go to her grave and clean up her gravestone a couple days before her actual anniversary. Yeah. And I, I don't know if anybody actually goes to her grave or anything like that, but I just did it because, like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't really it's, care it's about the grave. It's a way to honor her, too, or whatever. Yeah. And like, then, I even did it with you once. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I've always done that for the last, like, eight years now. She's been dead eight years. And uh, and this was the first year that I couldn't. So yeah. compounded with hanging out with your opa, I was like, oh. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. So we're going to do this episode. So actually, this is kind of in correlation with a book that we're reading called It Didn't Start With You. Yeah. And we've been talking, like, it talks about your genealogy and, like, growing up, you and I have heard about, like, generational curses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this kind of gets into the science of it, and it talks about, like, the biology of it and how... How these curses are actually, like, biological, like, curses, markers on, you know. Like, the easiest example is if you have a high-stress pregnancy and then a high-stress birth. Uh, like you're pumping like cortisone into your body or whatever mm-hmm. and that's like just super stress anxiety it like introduces this new element at an early age mm-hmm. and then chances are like yeah you know you had no say about this but now it's just like the genetic curse that might have you might have even inherited from yeah, like your exactly. grandma because she might have had a child well so yeah. that was one of the stories that came up and we're going to do a book or like an episode yeah. on that book yeah but, it's very good yeah but one of the stories that came up was this girl and she was 19 no i think she was 20 when she went to the therapist and she was like listen like for the last year since i was 19 i turned nine or turned 19 and I just, I could not handle big crowds. I can't be alone in a room with a shut door, and I can't have people in between me and the door. 
I feel like I'm suffocating. I feel like I can't handle it. I shut down. I just feel like I'm going to die, blah, 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 blah. So the therapist kind of dives into it and tries to figure out what the reason for that stress is, like what caused it, whatever. So, of course, dives into family history. Yeah. Turns out that girl's grandpa, aunt, and uncle or something like that, when they were 19, when the grandpa was, I don't know, some kind of family members. But when they were 19, they had actually died in one of those uh, like death chambers. Yeah, like, like one of the furnaces in Auschwitz, yeah. or maybe not Auschwitz, but whatever. But yeah, so, and that happened when they were 19. Yeah. So when she turned 19, it triggered that gene, Yeah. and all of a sudden she had anxiety. Yeah. So the therapist kind of worked through it with her and all that kind of stuff, um, but it really, like, it's important to understand where you come yeah, from yeah. and get some answers about that. Like, a simple way to look at it, too, is even just, like, uh, we, we got to do a book review when we're done, but, yeah. like, it's just, like, uh, phobias, you know? Like, yeah. why are you afraid of sex? Well, it's possible that maybe your granddad was bit by one and died. Yeah. And now it's, like, this genetic marker that is, like... Or your granddad's uncle was, so your granddad had this, like, terrified... Yeah, way. yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And it's, like, yeah, genetic markers that you can now pick out and get passed on. And yeah, like, yeah it's, it's so interesting. And as soon yeah. as you realize where it comes from, it just changes the understanding in you. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he talks about, like, uh, uh, like passing the trauma back to the family member. Yeah. Like, this is not my burden to carry. To carry. Yeah, and you like, wouldn't want me living like this kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And as soon as you understand something, like, as soon as you gain perspective on it, like, if I'm afraid and I don't know why I'm afraid and I don't know why I can't be in shut rooms and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you're you're scared. You have no idea where this comes from. But if you understand where it comes from, it's like, oh, you know, that yeah. does make sense. You're Holy in a dark shit. room, you turn on the light, now you get it all. Yeah, like it's all <laughs> the imagination yeah. and like your mind does crazy things. Yeah. Um, but another element of this was obviously I don't have a lot of contact with my family. Yeah. So... I was going to do some recon for this episode and I was going to go to different family members and say, hey, like, can you give me something or like, can I verify this about grandma? Can I verify this about grandma? But unfortunately, and I think more people than not can relate to this, we don't always get those answers. Yeah, you might not. You might not. So I wanted to do this episode for my grandma. Well, like obviously not for her, but like for me, I guess, um, just to remember her how I remember her. Yeah. And I have no idea how much of my family actually, like, listens to this, if any do, but, like, aunts and uncles or whatever, send me an email with different things because I like just knowing. Sure, sure, absolutely. So, we're going to go into my grandma's history. Sure. Childhood. Who is she? Where did she come from? So, she's Dutch. She was Dutch. Um, And she lived in Holland till, I believe she was six. Okay. Now, there's some family history with her parents as well, and I think that this is, like, relevant to, like, you know, the trauma bond or the trauma lineage. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, curse, yeah. whatever, generation yeah. stuff. So, when my great-grandma was pregnant with my grandma, yeah, my great-uncle yeah. was hiding Jews. Oh. So... I guess, like my mom told me this one time, I guess my great uncle was kind of like one of the ringleaders. I don't know how true this is. I don't know how many versions of the story. But sure, sure. From sure. what I remember, he was one of the leaders, one of the top people who had these lists. Yeah. Not very many people did because it was very, very unsafe to have that and whatever. But they couldn't find him and he knew where a bunch of people were. Yeah. So they took, they captured my great uncle or my great grandpa. Okay. So, basically, the brother is hiding Jews, so let's yeah. take this guy. Yeah. But, again, my great-grandma was pregnant at this time. 
So I think that they only had him for like 10 days or whatever. My great uncle ended up getting shot in the back. Yikes. As I remember it. And then so they let my great grandpa go. I guess he was only gone for like a week, 10 days. Obviously never came back the same. Like they tortured the shit out of him. And I think he was, I think after that he was kind of stern and kind of like whatever, but don't know a lot about him. Um, But my grandma did tell me that she had a kind of tense relationship with her mom. And it makes sense because when she was pregnant, she was going through all of these crazy emotions and like a reminder, like every time she looked at my grandma, it was kind of a reminder of everything she went through and like, yeah, like who knows how much she looked like the granddad, but like maybe the ears where it's like every time I see those. Yeah. yeah. But my grandma said that. And so I wonder how many, how that really affected her life and her childhood. And like, she was a very hard woman, I would say, but all, like as you go through her life, so you, like you can see why she was like very resilient. She had to be. Yeah. Like, like, like I think most of our grandparents, if you compare them to mm-hmm. that, were like, wow, they were hardy people. But yeah, it was like that was just life. Like you had to be. You like. had to know how to farm. You had to <laughs> mm-hmm. wake up and get a job. You, mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, she grew up in Holland. I think she left when she was like six, maybe. Yeah. But farm animals galore. I guess she hung out with her dad a lot in the farm, always with the animals, whatever. Moved to Canada on a ship, moved to Nova Scotia, I guess, and it was like two suitcases and the 13 kids. Oh, yeah. I guess I should mention she had 13 kids altogether. Wow. I think it wow. might have been, it was either 12 with one that was dead or 13 with one that was dead. Okay, okay. And I Whoa. believe, I want to say maybe there's like tw- between 18 and 24 years, like between yeah. all of the kids. Yeah. And I think a lot of the older ones at this point have died. Hmm. But again, I don't keep in sure, touch with sure, anybody, sure. so I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the 13 or 12 of them, plus the parents, two suitcases on a boat full of other people. Yeah, I, I hear stories like this, and then I'm like, yeah, our Panama move was pretty easy breezy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, it was fine. She told me that it would take, like, eight months, because some of the older siblings, maybe just one of the older siblings, I think Tantarancha, she stayed in Holland. So, to write letters, it was, like, eight months to hmm. get back. And, like, how much can happen in eight months? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, just wild. Yeah. So, yeah, moved to Canada. A bunch of them are in Ontario. And then I think she got married in Ontario and moved to Calgary. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Then she had four kids and bought a house with my grandpa. Now, her and my grandpa separated. I think the kids were either 13 to 14, or 13, 14, to 1819 was the range so old enough for it to like really kind of like impact them all in like yeah yeah they had a dad and then they didn't all of a sudden they did yeah and there's like i've heard both sides to that story and then everybody else's side like i've heard both sides directly from my grandma and grandpa and like i don't know it's very interesting trying to put pieces together after so long but who's to say what the truth is whatever. whatever so she lost a guy um but then she was a single mom so this is kind of obviously where i come into the picture because then my mom met my dad and whatever um but she ran a day home and so i very very much remember day home kids being around and she was like she would spank the shit out of us (laughs) like like i had i remember her being like if we weren't eating the food that we were given she would give us like five seconds to chew before there was another spoonful getting like you're fucking (laughs) eating all the food in front of you there's no messing around with grandma like and she was a carpenter too so she did a lot of renovations so like 
I think she was like, she would wrestle with us and whatever, but it wasn't until my brother was 19 that he finally pinned her down. That's crazy. That's crazy. You hear of like old man strength, but like, yeah, man, you work your muscles all the time yeah. anyways. You got that old she woman just strength. She going all the time. Like yeah. she was wild. She was terrifying at, at times for sure. That's but wild. Fun. And then <laughs> she was like, she was, she was not wealthy by any means. Yeah. So I remember her doing a bunch of different jobs. So she had the day home so that she can kind of be home with the kids or be able to like have that flexibility, I would assume is why she did that. Yeah. She also would like pick up cans on the side of the road and stuff like that. She also was a janitor. Hmm. So when we would go to sleep over her house and she would always do like weekends with just the girls or just the boys or just one of us. Like she was very good about all of that kind of time with her, but it was mostly like getting carted around to all of her prayer meetings because she had a (laughs) lot of prayer meetings. Like at one point she went to this like Jewish church and she was like learning the language. And then she went to this Arabic church and learned the language. I think by the time she died six languages or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Like crazy. And she had like a grade nine education. (laughs) So like the school system's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just clearly an intelligent, like, uh, capable, capable. Yeah. Like just give me something and I'll do it. She was a mechanic. I know that she kind of like would, just it's cheaper right well like, yeah and like that's the thing like it's either you have to learn or pay yeah so you know she probably didn't have the money to pay exactly. for it so um i saw this like clip or whatever and it was like this old couple and it was like why do why do why does your marriage or whatever work and nobody else's does like they've been married for 30 years or whatever yeah. and he had said well my generation was taught that when something's broken you fix it you don't replace it hmm. and she was that kind of woman where it's like, well, like I remember she had this one truck that was like rusting out. There was like a hole in the driver passenger where your feet was. And yeah. like, you know, <laughs> it drives. Don't so. sit there. You might fall through, but <laughs> yeah. So she would like cart us around, but she was a janitor too. Yeah. So I would go and go to the church or whatever. She, I think she worked for two churches, one for sure. And yeah, she would just clean and I would play with like the toys or whatever in the nursery or there was this lizard at one of them and yeah and then every Sunday morning oh my god every Sunday morning she would go up to Nose Hill and pray Hmm. and so like four o'clock in the morning if we weren't old enough we would get up with her snowsuit on like (laughs) carting up and I remember walking like like a penguin like you can't move in the snowsuit trying to get up and half asleep there's like old ladies old men like they just do this every week and yeah yeah i remember her like getting me to point and then turn in a circle and yeah. pray over the city because that was another big thing about her was she was very religious very religious yeah. like very very faith-based and very like yeah yeah like she was married to my grandpa and that's it till death kind of thing so she wore her wedding ring until forever Hmm. like for she was very like nope i committed to this for life so i'm in it for life sure don't care what you're doing like it was very interesting watching her she was very like huh this is what woman of her word and woman of her word yeah 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 yeah. i remember she was like fast for 40 days and 40 nights (laughs) like yeah somebody's going through something so i'm gonna fast for them crazy like you need to eat (laughs) what are you doing and she was very, like, nature. She loved going to the zoo. She always had a garden. She, like, was always outside and just, like, in awe. And now yeah. being in this kind of nature, I, like, get it. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, so appreciative. Like, oh, my God, the tree's growing yeah. and, like, the plants are growing. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's nice. It's it's good for the soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, anyone who's gardening and, like, they're usually, like, 
mellow. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it. Yeah. Just like it's scientifically proven. You go outside for twenty minutes a day and you're happier. You know, like it's just, just yeah. You need the vitamin D. You need yeah. the fresh air. You need yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she, she, she. So she loved animals, loved oh, nature. Yeah. Well, loved animals, but animals were food. So she had like bunnies in her backyard. Uh, for okay, most of so their, like, yeah, farmer, farmer. Y- you know, Opa. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 similar yeah. creatures. I would say. Uh, was she the one that really liked birds? Yeah, oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I was trying to hint and, like, are you going to tell or do I, I have forgot. to give No, more? I'm glad that you mentioned that. <laughs> okay, so she always had bird feeders or whatever. When she had her house, she had, like, a wraparound deck. Yeah. And it took up, like, a corner of a lot or a corner of the block. And so she had a wraparound deck and there was, like, a bunch of bird feeders everywhere. And she had lived there for God knows how long. Sure, four so, years, like, yeah. <laughs> birds were trained to come there. They knew it. And then she had a hard time leaving that because when the birds were trained, like it yeah. mattered, right? Like that matters. You yeah, can't all just of a sudden. Drop it and like, so she had to like wean it out and then move. And then she brought all of her stuff to the apartment that she moved in. And then she got cancer. And when I, like, because she would stay with her siblings in a, like a Canmore, like an hour away from the city to get all of her treatments. So she was like, sitting in the windows and looking at nature that was the goal yeah yeah. (laughs) and um and so she was out of the town or out of town for a lot of time and i would go over and feed her birds and yeah she ended up giving me all of her birds because the doctor was like this is not sanitary like you cannot do this anymore this is not okay Hmm. and so yeah she had a really hard time with that but i cleaned it all up and i brought it all home and yeah yeah it was we both come from bird people yeah what is that Birds are cool. Birds are cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, like very stern woman. Like she did not take shit. So yeah. she played a huge part in trying to keep my family healthy, I think, because obviously there were some things with my dad where she would kind of step in or fight back or stand up or whatever. So yeah. I know that a lot of the time well no. A lot of the time they were fine, but they did definitely get into it. Sure, sure, sure. But there was one point where my dad was like, like messaging an ex-girlfriend 25 years later. Like it was, <laughs> it's a whole thing. But she found, well, no, I fucking told her about it. She was in the hospital and she was like, yo, you need to be nicer than your dad or nicer to your dad. And yeah. I was like, you don't know the half of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I showed her the messages. Yep. That, here's a full on emotional affair. Yep. Here's what's going on, whatever. And then she was like, you need to print this out to me. Oh, my God. This is, like, on a podcast. Like, well, whatever. Well, we, we could have um, that if you want. No, fuck it. It's, I'll, eventually, I can tell the whole story. Sure. But whatever. Um, but, yeah, so, like, me and my brother had printed all of these these things out. and Or, no, me and my brother had gotten access to it and then printed it out. Gave it to her. She got through, like, 12 pages and highlighted some shit that she was, like, 12, not okay. Uh, like, from 400. Like, it was so... I had... I think it was, like, almost a pack of paper that I used to print this out. Jeez. And I was like, yo, I can email this to you. No, print it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much paper and ink that is? That you was... know how many trees you just killed, Grandma? Um, but, yeah, so she was, like... She played an integral part in, like, yo, that's fucked up. Like, treat your wife better. Treat yeah, your kids yeah. better. And it was, she threatened to go to, like, my dad's pastor with all of it. And then he was like, no, 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 what can I do? Like, he knew it was not okay and whatever. So she had us sit him sit down in a room with my dad and, like, tell him how we felt. He yeah. wasn't allowed to argue. He wasn't allowed to, like. And so she, I think, 
like I think she really was she gave me the opportunity to be like actually no yeah like she kind of gave us the voice and like the opportunity yeah, yeah, and yeah. like yeah because like you, you talked a little bit about like how sometimes your dad would your parents would bring in like uh counselors or psychologists mm-hmm. and then like if they didn't agree with the parents they just they just out. left yeah, yeah like you can't do that with fired. the mother yeah no yeah, yeah. yeah you so. can't but after that meeting for the 10 months that she had to live he never called her mom he mm. called her her name because like because so petty, petty. Yeah, so whatever. petty. but anyway whatever. so throughout that last year actually no we're gonna like backtrack because she was again terrifying like fucking terrifying <laughs> when i left the house like when i got kicked out and like whatever um i was like it's like a whole story it was like a five day thing but in one of the times i had come back to the house and then they were like okay grandma's coming over and i was like absolutely fucking not because she was like nope god gave you to me you were mine to discipline you were mine <laughs> to like spare the rods spoil the child you <laughs> fucked up like terrifying woman like i would there's no fucking way my brother was 19 and she's like there's no fucking way so i was like yeah no and then he was like yeah she's coming you're not leaving this room i was like i'm jumping out the window and he was like i'd like to see you try and i was like i and i was out the fucking window with the story <laughs> up like there's no fucking way she was, yeah no no that's funny but again yeah carpenter so when she got diagnosed she was 70 years old no she was 69 when she got diagnosed no, she was 70 when she got diagnosed, died at 71, um, and found out in January, died in October. Hmm. So it was a very, very, very quick year. But because of my schedule with school and work and all that kind of stuff, I could drive her to and from treatments in Canmore an hour away. So her and I spent so much time that year together. Oh, I'm getting like, boom. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like I got to actually know her. If yeah. I had smoked weed one year before, guaranteed she would have done it with me. Uh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, we got, like, so much time to just talk and, yeah. like, learn from her and experience from her. And by that point, I think she, like, didn't care about the somatics. Like, yeah, yeah, she wasn't trying to keep family secrets. Yeah, or, like, like try she to swore try not a couple to, like, times. hurt anybody's feelings. Like, yeah. didn't care, like, whatever. She was like, no, you're going to hear it. You're yeah, going to, yeah, like, yeah. this is it. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't think I would get emotional. What the fuck? It's all good. That's fine. <clears throat> so yeah, so she died and like she the year that she had died, she had told somebody that she would finish renovating um like an a built in library for them. Yeah. Which you know is like hard work. She's seventy years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing construction. Like it's lifting crazy. wood. Crazy. <laughs> and it was like in a basement, so it's not just like bring it into the house. It's like it was crazy. <laughs> And, but that was, like, one thing she had to do before she died. Because I think yeah. she had promised her friend, like, three years earlier and just, like, never got to it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so she did that. And she was hiking a lot because she was in Canmore. And she was so happy about being able to just, like, get to this lake or walk farther than she thought she would be able to and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now, she had one daughter that was, like, estranged for, like, years and years and years. And... Like, her and I have talked a a number of times just about everything because I feel like I can relate to her. But, um, yeah, like, a week before she died, she had a conversation with this aunt of mine. Yeah. And I feel like that was the conversation where it's just, like, I haven't talked to my daughter in years. I want to say goodbye. and I want to say I love you. And then that's it. Yeah. And then, oh. And then right after that, like, right after that conversation, I think the next day she started a fast decline. 
crazy. And it was weird because, like, I've never seen somebody, like, die slowly hmm. ever. And it, she didn't die slowly. Like, she died in a week. Yeah. Like, it was very weird. Just, like, maybe two weeks. But, sure, like, it happened sure. so fast when she actually, yeah. like, let go. And um, her blood was, like, super thin. I think that was the issue. So we'd be, like, talking. Like, we'd all bring over food or whatever and, like, spend the last week with her. And uh, we're all eating. And she would, like, say a sentence and then, like, put pineapple in it. And it was just, like, random. She was like, oh, I don't... Did I just say pineapple? I don't really remember saying... And it was like she was drunk. Uh, and it just didn't make sense. And she thought it was hilarious. We thought it was hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah. she was laughing. And it was just, like... Yeah, she... <laughs> it was good. Like, I remember laughing with her. Oh, Throughout, like, the last... Oh, that is nice. That is a nice memory. So nice. Yeah. So nice. And, like, it's sad because, like, I wish I knew more about the whole Holocaust thing. And I wish I knew more about even just, like, raising teenagers. And now that I'm older, her perspective on uh, my mom marrying my dad and everything that happened with my older brother and the timing yeah. and just, like, I feel like I wish I knew her while I was an adult. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. for sure. For sure. But, I mean, getting to hang out with your old boy was sweet. Cause yeah. I think maybe that's why they're just so similar. Yeah. Um, the episode that we released on Sunday or whatever, we were talking to Matt, and he was uh, just talking about how, you know, in order to keep everyone proud and happy, it's like you keep on their legacy, you keep on, like, their, their you know, lifestyle essentially yeah like life know. after death isn't yeah, yeah. heaven or hell it's the legacy and the people yeah that you oh yeah yeah so that's how he worded he's like yeah 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 that like there's no immortality it's like the immortality is the legacy what you leave behind like, and, that's your and there is a piece of everything it's like you want to try to leave the good things and hopefully your children will pick up the good things and... yeah yeah so i feel like i'm gardening and so like yeah that's a good thing and yeah like what do you think she would think of this lifestyle that you found yourself in now i think she'd be like stoked probably i think yeah but it's interesting because like even two of my aunts are really big on baking okay. even my uncle is a very good cook like they all took things from her she used to be a chef at like Eastside's camp out things did you oh, know that okay. no i didn't yeah she sure, used okay. to like do like big tents or whatever and sure. like yeah she was like she was great, and she she knew all of these, like, life skills. Like, she yeah, could yeah. definitely skin a rabbit. I'm sure she could kill a bird and defeather and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. there's... I wish that I was, like, learning it from them. Sure. I think that's sad. Yeah. But life is short, and, like, yeah, I think that, too. Like, we were talking to somebody today, and she's, I would say, maybe 65, 70... And she came up to us and, like, I, I've met her a couple times. We've never gotten the opportunity to actually sit down and, like, shoot the shit. Yeah. So she, we went to lunch and they were all there in their own group. And she came over. She was like, I just need to gossip with the young kids. Like, I need to know everything. <laughs> the young like, what did you guys, what were you guys up to and whatever. And, yeah, like, they retired at 50, then sailed for 10 years, and then ended up in Panama for, like, nine, seven. Oh, yeah. So I guess that's how old they are. They've been here for, like, so almost 70 years old. Yeah, yeah. And... We, she, the first thing she asked was our age. And she was yeah. like, if I could do this at 30. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's the sentiment where it's like they spent so much of their life wanting to work up to that instead yeah. of being... And I mean, we have the internet, so it's way different now. But she was so stoked for us. And I think grandma would be stoked for us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure she's looking at you and some things she really likes. 
Oh, I'm sure she some, really doesn't like something. And something she really doesn't. Yeah. But I think overall she'd be proud. Yeah. Well, like you said, you spent like a year with her at the end, like just hanging out. Like yeah. that's and even like, like the the genetic thing. Like yeah. I wonder if I'm so anti bullying, anti mandates, anti yeah. blah 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 because of that great uncle. Like, Maybe. it's in my fucking blood to, like, no, no, this is not okay. Yeah, for sure. Fuck you guys. And then even my grandma said it to my dad, like, I wonder if that's in me where it's like, no, no, I saw that. Like, yeah. just different things. It's so interesting when you think about the genetic coding and... Yeah. Yeah, like, that book talks about how they can actually tra- trace, like, your specific genetic piece or whatever, the piece that eventually will make you, like, all the way back to your grandma. Yeah. Is when, like... Y- 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 the very basics of who you are start yeah forming. like when your dad was born yeah. you were formed yeah exactly it, it's very yeah and i guess even with females because females have all their eggs and they reproduce it i guess oh, no no sorry, was females born, have their eggs born. and they don't reproduce they just lose it slowly over time yeah. and they lose it all shut up but yeah like as soon as that happens yeah it's like, crazy yeah it's so it, cool biology is so cool and i love you know knowing how the world works and how my body works yeah. it's how why would you not want to know you know <laughs> yeah 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 um, okay, before we wrap this up, um, again, if you, like, if you're family and you've got stories to add or share or just, yeah. like, corrections, like, fix my memory kind of thing, message me, pillowtalkwithmarkandbee at gmail.com <laughs> or, like, reach out Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the year after she died, there was a memorial when we actually had the gravestone set and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'd asked a bunch of my family to write or to like uh, taken videos of them and recorded like little messages or like things that they remembered her by and blah blah blah. Unfortunately, it was like seven years ago and my phone was shit and the sound quality is shit and whatever. But we are going to include some of those shortly because yeah, like I think legacy is important. Yeah, it's nice to hear what people learn from other people and are just passing down. Like yeah. that's what. And I promised somebody yeah. that I would do somebody something with these videos, and I just never got to it. Ah, so seven years later, you go. it's getting done. Uh, final question about it. You, was she basically, she was a grandma that was, like, always around? Like, she was there three yeah. days a week type thing? Yeah, okay, so she, okay, so there was, um, like, the four of us kids, and my cousin was right smack in the middle. So there's okay. two older, two younger, and then my cousin in the middle. So between the five of us, she was every zoo day she came to every like outing she came to but i remember her sleeping on the couch a lot because she lived on the other side of town Mm. and so she slept on the couch a lot or like in the spare bed or whatever like pull out couch or whatever and then i remember because she was a janitor and so i remember this one time i think maybe it was two times one she was doing carpentry work and she cut her fingers like with an exacto thing and had to get like 70 stitches or something crazy like it was cut all the way that had to get her wedding ring off and i know she stayed with us a few weeks for that and then there was another time must have been another time where she was taking christmas lights down or putting them up or something at church but the bottom of the ladder slid (gasps) out oh i think she broke her leg or something like that like like old woman like she's like 55 when this happens uh, she's like up on an 18 foot ladder no yeah. problem like yeah she was definitely always around like very nice. and i think maybe that was just like like every sunday afternoon well yeah. we all came to the same church too so that was sure. just like a family dinner every sunday yeah. afternoon and then yeah like oh my, my god you know how you said that your dad used to like 
put cars around your face sure, to sure. like put you to sleep. No, he would just use his hands and pretend his hands are cars. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he's not putting fucking dirty race cars on my face. Oh, well, she made us every Sunday after we'd come home, we would eat, we would clean up, and then she would take a nap. Yeah. But she would ask us to take our little, like, what are those car cars Yeah, like, uh, like yeah. Little compact car things. RC? No, not quite no. RC. Yeah. Why is that blanking? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's so funny. Whatever. Really I know exactly what you brand. Yeah, Whatever. you know they have their little race tracks. Those little yeah, orange like race that carpet tracks. that you yeah. used to have with the streets on it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you... And uh, yeah, she would make us like drive them all the way from the bottom of her toes up to the head <laughs> and back and forth. And I'm sure as a child it was like five minutes. Yeah. Now that I'm old, I'm like, my God, I would pay to have a kid do that. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like forever. And so we'd always like tap out. <laughs> nope. Like, see ya. Too bad. So sad. And then we like get the semi truck. She needs it harder in this area. <laughs> we slowly pull away. Nope. Nope. Come back. I'm like, Fuck. I think we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. No, she was great. I definitely miss her. I really, I think that she's the only one I really care about making proud. Like, hmm. just because she was such a matriarch for the family, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such Grandpa was not figure, involved yeah. when he left. Like, I don't know what the situation was between them, but he was out of the picture. Yeah, it's like you said, though. Like, when she walked in a room, it's like, oh, things are serious all of a sudden. Yeah, like, like, things are about to get things real. Things happen. Yeah. Things like, yeah. So she was, yeah, like, you just, you you respected her, you took her seriously, yeah. you, like, yeah, I'm sure she rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Like, you know this personality. Like, oh, you shouldn't have said that out loud, probably. But, like, I, the, her funeral was packed. Like, it was crazy. I wasn't expecting that many people. I didn't know what to expect. But, like, seven different churches throughout her lifetime oh, with, cool. like, different languages. And, like, it was just wow. so crazy to see how many people she had impacted. And, That's again, cool. not, like legacy the life after death thing and it's like yeah. i see so much of her personality in every one of us like <laughs> grandkids aunts and uncles kids like i think she'd be proud i think she'd be very yeah proud i think she'd look down at us and like nice i like that not hate us you know not be like damn like you really fucked up that like, <laughs> that kid's not doing so hot like i think she'd be okay with it perfect yeah i love that that's that yeah um well thanks for sharing Thanks. You're welcome. Um, thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm just thinking what else about her. Oh, yeah. it It's interesting that I, I've met her before. Yeah. As a child. Again. I, do, I really don't, like, I don't have an actual memory of her, but, like, we went to the same church. And like, she was a janitor of that church for a while. And... That's another interesting thing. Like, you were a janitor at the same church. You had the That's same crazy. job as her. I think that, too. Like, I was janitoring. Like, I was cleaning one day, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like... Gma, like look at yeah. us go. Yeah, like, whoa, we just end up cleaning the same building is somehow. Is this like, my life? Yeah, it's so crazy yeah. how that happens. And like, I yeah. mean, obviously my <clears throat> life was like placed right back into where I came from. But yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy. I, I think she'd be stoked. I would love to have a conversation with her one day. Well, we'll just have to hire somebody. Deep dark magic. Rawr. Well, give it another ten years, and we can get an AI chatbot that'll interpret her or whatever uh, yeah do you think her internet presence was like enough though wouldn't that be required maybe there oh my god that's internet pre she, every time oh my god this woman every time i would go to her apartment yeah. she would have a laptop open and her tablet or whatever and both would be on separate screens or uh. she'd have multiple tabs of nests 
like bird's nest bird's nests that are like in bc or this one's in calgary <laughs> this one's, and she would just watch these birds online for hours that's they would hilarious just adorable the bird fever you gotta be adorable. you gotta be careful gotta be with careful. birds man we're gonna get ducks yeah all of a sudden you know you're like yeah i just want a couple chickens and boom all of a sudden you have a whole flock boom all of a sudden you're talking about ducks and geese and turkey and you're like boom we saw pigs today and should yeah. we just have a pig yeah technically i own a toucan you know what? There's wild pigs on this island. We found out today. Yeah. So let's just fucking catch one. Yeah, I thought about just that. Like a little baby, and yeah. it's fine. Pigs will fuck you up depending on what kind I've of heard pigs, that yeah. we almost got bit by a pet pig <laughs> but, today. Uh... My God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you haven't, go find out about your grandparents. Yeah. Even you... if they're not alive, ask aunts, ask uncles. Like I wish that I could. So if you can, take advantage of it. For those who can't. I'm here for you. I'm yeah. here with you. Um, but yeah, here are some messages from people that loved her. Okay, my favorite thing about my Aunt Dorothy, one of my favorite of many things, um, she could be quite the lady, very tough, very opinionated, but what I really loved about her, she always said what she meant, and she always was bang on so she didn't hesitate she wasn't shy and sometimes it was abrasive but i loved her for it because it's something i share with her so love you aunt dorothy and i miss you i guess probably the first thing that comes to mind is uh, the thursday morning when she passed away it was, it was either that morning or the evening before you asked her if she knew who it was holding her hand and she said, I love you, Kevin. Yeah, she turned towards you. Actually, it was the morning she passed away. And uh, I was standing on one side of the bed, and Kevin was on the other. We were the only two there in the house. And uh, we were standing beside her and holding her hand. And I, said, I looked at her and I said, Dorothy, she really wasn't conscious anymore. And I said, do you know who's standing on the other side of the bed with you? And she turned her head and she opened her eyes and said, I love you, Kevin. I just want to share that it was an awesome weekend that we could get together with everybody again. A year has gone by since your mom has been gone. Um, we remember your mom very fondly and the things that we could do with her. We were blessed to be able to spend time going to uh, our hike in Johnson Canyon. She was so proud that she walked the 1.1-kilometer. Uh, she said that a number of times, so that's one way. And she made it to the lower falls, and it was such an awesome experience for her and for us. Also, the fact that all of us got to be together um, uh, with as siblings. Um, each one of the siblings, we got to spend time with each other, and that was very much a blessing. And we know that you were blessed by it, too. Something I love about Grandma was her willingness to always help people. No matter what, even if it was somebody on the street or somebody in the church or a family member, she'd always be willing to help them out in any which way she could. Um, what I miss about Grandma was her laugh and her smile. She had the cheesiest smirk. She had the funnest laugh. No matter what, she would always make a hard situation. She would always somehow make into laughter. One of the greatest memories I had with Grandma was um, when she was when we were at the zoo 
and she hated ice cream. Every single time I would always ask her to eat ice cream and she never would. And the last time we were there, she said, let's go get ice cream. I was so mind blown because she, she hated ice cream. And she ate that ice cream right by those two little people with the ice cream thing and the two kids are trying to lick it. <laughs> Me and grandma ate it right there and we just had a great time. Grandma was a, a very amazing woman and I do miss her wholeheartedly.